good whatever time of day or night that you're watching this, so Snake doesn't give me shit for saying good morning. I mean, it could be the morning. <laughs> Who knows? How is, uh, how is everyone? Sorry about that. How is everybody in our absence? Because we took a long absence. Unfortunately, yeah. Like, we got really busy with work, and life kind of snuck up on us. Making that money. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing, though. So, what's in the queue today? So, we reached out to the uh, the WoW group on Facebook, and we posed some questions, like, what would they like to see? And the two topics we decided to cover today <clears throat> were brought up by two followers on the group. So, the first one is Returning Player's Guide slash Advice to BFA. Opinions on easy ways for players coming back to get wrapped up in new content and into things as fast as possible. <clears throat> And the second topic is gold making. How to keep up with gold sinks, such as Azurite reforges, potions, food, repairs, maintaining multi-sets for gear for multi-spec classes. Is that what pots means? <clears throat> potions? Yeah. It's pots. It's potions. I got my pots. Okay, but saying pots makes it seem like you're, like, bringing stew. Yeah. It's a pot of stew. So what I think about every time I drink a pot in a raid, I'm like, yeah, I'm drinking some potions. <clears throat> So I, I I saw someone talking about it the other day. They were asking what a healing potion or a mana potion would taste like, and someone else was just like, it would taste awful because medication in general tastes bad. It has a the medicine taste to it. Yeah, but you can also get like <laughs> the uh, like the mock potions and stuff on uh, on Amazon. Mm -hmm. They're energy drinks. Yeah, and a lot of those taste like shit too. Not really. One of them apparently tastes like Surge. Oh, that's off to try that one. I like I love surge. I think it's the um <clears throat> the energy one, mm. like the one to uh, give you a boost of energy. Okay. Is a uh, is supposed to taste like surge. Okay. All right. So on to what we're doing here. So the in response to the first one, so returning players guide here. Uh, so I recommend like starting in, uh, assuming that you're like one ten, say that you quit at the end of legion or during legion, so you're one ten. So assuming you're heading off into BFA content directly. Uh, if you're not, then just level up as you normally would until you reach BFA content. So, Which, the good thing is, right now, leveling is remarkably easy. Oh, yeah. They trim down the amount needed. It's very streamlined, so you're not going to have too terribly long of a leveling process. I mean, me personally, I just, you know, started out with a Demon Hunter, so I just mm -hmm. had to level 20 levels. That's yeah. not really that big of a deal. Basically. But, like... They really circumvented a lot of the leveling you need to do, and it's really easy to do. Alright, so, starting off in BFA, do the war campaign. They will be quests that are, like, tinted orange exclamation marks instead of your usual yellow. Uh, do those, and they're marked special in your quest log, too. They're actually in a little... They'll have your faction symbol, either the lion or the horde symbol, so, in front of them. I do want to point something out real quick before we get too deep into sort of not really irrelevant things because it's relevant to the podcast but not relevant to what i'm going to be saying mm -hmm. so assuming that you didn't play through legion or whatever you mm -hmm. know assuming that it's been a few expansions the gold making process is going to be a little bit different and well that's touching on the well, next let one. me finish <laughs> leveling up in itself will give you a lot of yeah. gold so anyways let's uh so to do the war campaign and that's a really good thing to knock out don't worry about too much, you know, farming the Azurite on the bar, because it'll add up really quick. Like, you're going to get a lot, and, like, by the time you reach 120, 
your bar is already going to be at like 20 or 30. So you're going to be pretty good ways up there. And then they every week they actually tune back how much you need to cap out on it, which is really nice. So you want to try to shoot for about like 35 now if you can, which is pretty easy to, to knock out. Um, all right, let's see. So I'll let you go ahead and tackle some of this stuff here. I mean, you wrote down all of your responses, so... <laughs> They're super fancy. So, island expeditions and war fronts. Now, you actually ran your first island expedition the other day with me, and... I actually had a surprising bit of fun. However, I do want to touch on the fact that it would be a lot better if it was PvP. Now, they do have PvP ones. Yeah, but overall, they're not PvP, and I feel yeah. like there's no point in doing them because they're not PvP. They're a good way to get Azurite up really quickly, because the end I agree. reward... Okay, so at a 120, the end reward is actually 2,500 Azurite power, and you get a quest, which has the potential to get you other resources, like more Azurite power, a crapload of gold. I just feel like I'd be more likely to do them if they were PvP. I right. mean, playing against a computer... Just doesn't feel very authentic. Well, like I said, they actually have specific PvP ones you can queue up for. If you're in a group of three, you queue for it, and you're you're fighting other players. So they have that. I feel like it should all be PvP. That's I mean, fair. You wouldn't do a battleground if you were playing against a computer, would you? That's fair. That's fair. They're basically just scenarios, but they give a lot of XP. Like I was looking at my 115 priest. And to do a war or do an expedition, it was literally like seventy k. Oh yeah, it gave me a lot of XP. Yeah, probably when I like seventy percent of your bar knocked out. I was yeah, I was at like one third of my bar when I went in, and I came out at like no okay, so I was about at one fourth of mm -hmm. my bar, and I came out like at three fourths mm -hmm. of my bar like filled up. So it gives you quite a bit. So I. I definitely do recommend using those to kind of level up if you can. Mm -hmm. and especially, too, stuff like the Warfronts are really good. Once you meet the gear cap for those, they're really good because the boss is in there. So the boss in the um, Stromguard give the give a 370 gear minimum, and those can, like, level up. And there's also, like, you kill the rares, and you get the gear from that, too. And they're repeatable, so you can continue to queue up for them as many times as you want, and you'll get the gear level. Also, um, like, even just killing rares, like, outside of Island Expeditions mm -hmm. gives you quite a bit outside of XP. Of the, outside of Expeditions, stuff like that gives you XP, gives you Azurite, and potentially gives you gear, depending upon whether they drop something that you can use. Um, let's see. So, get friendly with all of the main factions, the main three factions on your island. So, say that you are Horde. You want Zandalari, uh, Talanji's Expedition, and Voldunai. And then, if you're Alliance, you want Proudmoor Admiralty, uh, Order of Embers, and Storm's Awake. So, do the quest. Like, if you don't want to quest all the way through the zone, just do them each to get to friendly because you're going to unlock world quests, which will gear you up very quickly. Now, uh, I had a question and I totally forgot what it was. Oh, so. Related to leveling up and gold making, figure out, like, mm -hmm. I figured I would, like, ask the question now. Um, like, what professions do you think this expansion are doing the best? So, and it's not just limited to this expansion. That's something I've, I've written down in my notes here, that gathering professions are always going to be in demand. You will get XP just from gathering, from mining and from herbalism, both. 
Yeah, and, and it's not just XP, but, like, you can also sell those for a lot mm -hmm. as well. You like, can sell them for hefty prices. Yeah, that's why I was asking, because, like, that's related to leveling up and mm -hmm. related to gold making. Because you get both XP and you can sell it for a pretty sizable bit if you yeah. get a bunch of stacks. So, I usually try to sell it about, like, stacks of 200. I'm, I'm lazy sometimes and sell under. But, like, herbs right now are, are really high demand. Anything that is relevant to raiding... Like, herbs are going to sell better than, than ore. Granted, ore sells for a really nice price, too. Um, let's see. On cloth. But, you know, you get that just from killing humanoid mobs anyways. Uh, so, to kind of catch up more with gearing, run normal dungeons while you're leveling up, and even after you hit 120, run them until you have the gear cap required for heroic dungeons. And what's that? Uh, I want to say 305 for normals to get into normals and the gear that drops in there is baseline 340 which That's is not really bad. yeah it's really really nice so run that until you have the gear level for heroics which i think is 320 heroics drop base level 355 now i do have a question and that's it's also a personal question for myself mm -hmm. if you mm -hmm. run things with like guilds and stuff do mm -hmm. you get any extra xp for being in a guild or uh I th if I remember correctly, I think there's a leveling or experience bonus for being part of the guild anyways. I think that, like, you get a little bit more experience, but there's also heirlooms, too, that you can, like, increase the amount of XP you get for killing monsters. And I I think they're currently able to go up to 120. If not, that's something that's coming in 815. Okay. Which is going to be really, really soon. Like, not long after they've released the next uh, LFR wing. Because that's when they're going to introduce Sandalari and Kul'Tiran, uh allied races. So, I do have another question. Sorry, this is a bunch of me oh, asking good. questions. Um, related to the leveling experience, which classes would you say are doing the best mm -hmm. right now? So, um, classes that can put out a lot of damage are really good. Hunters, in general, are always going to be really good and really easy to level because, for the most part, you've got a pet. You've got something that can hold the aggro for you, and you can fight whatever you're fighting without you getting your ass kicked. Because you were telling me that... Because, like, I asked where demon hunters are mm -hmm. as far as, like, how good they're doing, and you mm -hmm. said they weren't doing the best, so they're not that's, doing awful either. I more meant that in the grand scheme of raiding. Like, in the scheme of raiding, they're kind of middle of the pack, which, that's like... I'm talking about, like, mythic raiding, like, the hardest content you're going to do. But, like, for leveling one, they're really good. Havoc or Vengeance is really good to level because Havoc, you're putting out a lot of damage. And you're also, like, every time you kill something and get souls, you can heal yourself back up. Uh, they also have a lot of mitigation on their own, so they can negate a lot of damage. Uh, vengeance, you've leveled as Vengeance. You've seen, you're pretty unkillable as so a tank. So, for returning players, what class and or race do you recommend that they come back with? Uh... So race not is kind of not really like it used to be relevant to the process, but now they've taken away that's a lot why, of the. That's why I also yeah. said class. So classes, like I said, hunters are always you know good. Um, monks are really good now, healing wise. Uh, Windwalkers are really good. Uh, Brewmasters are really good at mitigating damage, uh, and you can heal yourself with all three specs. You can heal yourself up. Uh, any class that has a nice recovery mechanic, like a healing mechanic, is really good. Like, uh, I've been playing my Shadow Priest lately, and I can shield myself and heal myself at the same time. 
And he does a lot of damage, which is nice. Like, I'm just wrecking stuff on him. And thing is, too, if you're coming from Legion, you probably have a couple of legendaries. You can use those to 116. So the vast majority of your leveling experience, you can use that gear that came from your legendaries. Not just that, when you have it, sometimes you can double dip with the talents because they modified a lot of the BFA talents to be um, to model after the Legion legendaries. Or legendaries, I think is what we called them back then. So they modeled after those. Like, there's one, I think it's like Frozen Core or Frozen Heart for DKs. For frost and you can double dip the damage on your uh on your chains of ice and do a lot of damage um but yeah um dk's are really good um it's hard to level up as, up as a healer like what you want to do with that is level as a spec that is not the healing spec like granted get, gather up azure gear that's best for healing for healing and keep it keep it around and then just level up as the other spec. Because Azurite traits, while you're leveling up, not really a big deal because you're going to be constantly replacing it. But, you know, kind of gather a set together for that. And then, so the Azurite traits, like I said, not, not a big deal up to 120. When you hit 120, yeah, that's when you're going to want to start really getting gear that's for your spec. As a healer, you can queue in the dungeons and get in there pretty quick. Uh, as a tank, you can level as a tank. Like, it used to be really, really slow, like, way back in the day. Like, BC, Wrath was kind of slow. Oh, I have absolutely no problem leveling as a tank. Yeah, no, like, you, you don't take very much damage, and you can heal yourself most of the time for most tank classes. Um, like, I'm telling, I keep telling you, like, level up Howden. Like, they're, they're fun. I'm set in my ways. <laughs> they're fun, they're really nice, they're hard to kill. Okay, um, so let's see. So I talked about the dungeons. So Heroic Dungeons, once you get the gear for that, get into those. Um... As you level up your gear, like once you hit 120, the world quests will start to scale the gear too. And the emissaries will start to give higher and higher gear until finally it reaches the cap of it being 385. The Warfront, the Dark Shore Warfront will actually give you 400 item level gear as a base level. It can Warforge. Um, do whatever weekly quest there is, say like this week it's time walking for Burning Crusade. Go ahead and knock that out because you get a nice 400 base level 400 gear from the raid. So it's a really nice way to get that gear. And once you're secure enough in your gear, say around 370 item level, 360, 370, start you know grouping up for mythics. Start out in mythic zero till you feel comfortable, and then work your way into mythic plus. Start off in low keys till you feel comfortable enough with that dungeon, until you feel comfortable enough in gearing. Because Mythic Zeros will, will give you a base level of 370 from the gear. Also, um, run LFR. If you run Desire Lore LFR, you get base level 370 from that, which is really nice. Um, so then, that catches you up to the point of raiding in general. Um, once you're ready for the raids, research the fights. Fat Boss has a really, really good guide. A lot There's a lot of guides up to him, so just look it up. See who's looking for what. I will say that the group finder functionality has increased a lot since it first started. And it's really easy to find a group who's looking for something. Alright, so one last recommendation to all that is to set goals for your class. Where do you want your character to be like by the end of the expansion? Like, What do you want gear-wise? Do you want a PvP? 
Do you want to focus on PvE? It's honestly just what you want your character <laughs> to be as. So, you know, again, like, researcher classes, too. So, that about covers that. And if we think of anything else, I'll, I'll shell it out. Okay. Now on to gold making. And I know that there's one program that you love to recommend because it is so glorious, and I, I love it. TSM. Oh, yeah, absolutely. TSM, Trade Skill Master. Although I feel like you and I are a little bit behind on um, oh, yeah. knowing about it. We recommended it to a friend, and she was like, dudes, you're like years late on but that. But those that are like that don't have it, that are interested in gold making, it's an absolutely great way to get into it. Now, for those who don't know about it, mm-hmm. can you give us a little bit of a rundown? It basically, you download both an add-on and a... Um, desktop app a desktop app and the desktop app you have it running while you're playing the game and it actually scans your server to see like what the prices are your server and your or your realms like and you can put multiple realms on there so say that you're on like my realm for example i put azure mist stag helm because those are the two realms you're gonna be buying off the auction house yeah so you put those things on there and it basically gives you a fair price like a market value price, so you're not underpricing or overpricing on the market. We're accepting sponsorships, TSM. Sponsor us. <laughs> but they're, uh, <clears throat> if you want to learn more about TSM, I would check into our add-ons podcast we made because, like, we give a really good rundown for that, and we also have links to TSM and stuff like that in there. Also links to somebody who explained it way better than we could. Yeah. Oh, my God, that guy. He's like the Bob Ross. I forget. Of, like, wow. I think it's uh, Samadon Plays WoW. I think this I is what his remember. name is. On Either YouTube. way, I will also link it in this one because it is very relevant to gold making. Yeah. Okay. So. Just please love yourself and don't watch Asmon Gold. <laughs> so you asked me what, like, what gathering professions? Like, they're all really good. Black or not blacksmithing, but uh, mining and uh, herbalism are all really good. Skinning falls a bit behind the other two, but it's still really good because you can get a nice little crossover there. I personally, my main is a miner, mm-hmm. um, and it also mines things. But I'm <laughs> sorry about that. Um, but I once I start playing my, my horde demon hunter, mm-hmm. which hopefully will become my main at some point, has both has the both mining and the yeah. herbalism. And, like, it's even mining and herbing old mats while you're leveling up is still really good because there's still a nice price on those things i mean whenever i was really like saving up to buy bfa i went to um to uh come like summit yeah which by the way if you are gold farming and you haven't quite got bfa yet i really really recommend come like summit oh yeah that is where i i was there for a long time just mining like and mining and two. mining so like getting stuff like ghost iron ore because it still sells really well it's like 6k for a stack of 200 of them. Yeah, I made a lot of money just mining in Kunlai Summit, which, by the way, thanks to Grix, because he's the yeah. one who suggested that I oh, go yeah. there. Um, so shout out to you, man. Hi. <laughs> he hasn't played in a while. Come back. We miss you. All right. So the other thing, if you want to like get, get into these topics, I'll let you cover this more. You can read my handwriting. So another thing is do the emissaries. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is that? Paragoning? Mm-hmm. Uh, Paragoning rep will net you four four k. Wow, four mm-hmm. k uh, gold per Paragon chest. So that's like uh, touching on the other topic. Basically, when I said get friendly with the reps, start like if you do the entire zone, you'll get pretty far into honored, almost revered, 
once you hit Exalted with them, it only takes another 10k rep after that to get to your first Paragon. So, before I move on into things that are that are written down here, something that you wouldn't expect to make a lot of gold from, open the chests whenever you find them. Yeah. There's like the ones open world? Yes. Yeah, they're really good. If you see a chest on your map, go to it, open it. I personally also get some gold from killing the rares. Mm -hmm. um, so if I see a rare, I'll get it. But if you're in BFA content, please do not... Like, do your do yourself a favor and do not go after the... Um, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> Soul Goliath. Yes. If, okay. So legit advice here. Soul Goliath is, um, is a world quest boss. Uh-huh. And you need a group. Like, my cocky ass decided, oh, it's a rare. I'm going to go try and kill it. And I kept trying and trying and trying. I think... So, okay, a little bit of advice here before we move on to the uh, the gold mining, just because it's, um, I feel like it's important here. Mm -hmm. um, if you do come across Soul Goliath, keep an eye out for the ads that it spawns. Mm -hmm. That is what's going to fuck you in the butt. <laughs> so, like, I... And the thing is, too, is, like, you were, what, 116 when you ran into yeah. him? Yeah. So he's a level 122. Yeah. And what that means is, so for players that may not know this, you can still get what's called a crushing blow, <clears throat> and it does more damage than a usual blow, and they have a higher chance to crit on you. Yeah. Because they're more than four levels above you. But, yeah, just uh, love yourself, and <laughs> don't try, like, if you're not, like, at least 120, don't try Catch and solo. Its, look at its its level first before you run into it because like that's if it's a world quest rare elite, it will fuck you up. It will hurt you. Now I'm not saying that it's not possible for you to kill it. Like if you are really adept at your class, you know what you're doing. You know, you're good. You're you're fine. You know. Um, but me personally, I didn't know what I was dealing with. I I just <laughs> thought he was no. Like I just thought he was a rare because he came up as a star. That um. That whether or not, like, you can know your class as well as you, like, is, like awesomely, and well, you're still going to get killed by him. There were plenty of people in the WoW group that did just fine on him. Hmm. But at that level? I think that they were 120. Yeah. Most people are 120. If I'm you're not 120 yet. in a tank, you can, you can solo him pretty well, as long as you have good healing mechanics for yourself. So moving on, sorry I went on that tangent. <laughs> um, Island Expeditions can drop pets and transmog gear that sells nicely. Mm -hmm. And not to mention, you're going to like get a lot of XP, you're mm -hmm. going to get a lot of gold simply just from doing mm -hmm. it. So. so when you get to 120 and you do them, there's actually a weekly quest. And the weekly quest gives you a like the Azurite you get from like doing the actual uh, each expedition, but it gives you 2,500 uh, Azurite power... And then you'll get this little quest. It's like a little map. And it gives you a quest or mission table mission. And you have a chance to get one that gives you a shitload of AP, a shitload of gold, or a shitload of Titan Residuum. Which are all three desirable things. Like, when I'm talking about gives you a lot of gold, you get like 5k gold just from like that. It's a lot of gold. And uh, so, sort of moving on, but also like transmog, you know, that we're talking about. Don't be selfish like I am. Uh, level alts hmm. because you're going to get a lot of gold just from leveling. And you're also going to get a lot of transmog mm -hmm. just from leveling. So level alts. <laughs> and, and like if you have the time, go and run the older raids. The, the higher level you are now, like say you're a 120 and decently geared, you can go into like uh, wad levels right now and like just clear them out and get really nice transmog. You can go to like 
So see Wad, Legion. You can even clear out like Legion Mythics. My one hundred percent favorite raid to do. I can do it in my sleep with my eyes closed. Black Temple. Yes, Black Temple. <laughs> so you can, if you're really well geared, you can potentially solo something like Normal Emerald Nightmare and get Transmog out of that. I mean, you're not gonna get much from scrapping some of the low level stuff from like running something like Black Temple, mm. but you'll get something. Yeah, no, like you, the the bosses drop a fair bit of gold too. Like the cattle bosses drop a lot of gold. The mop bosses drop a lot of gold. Like Throne of Thunder, you get like a couple thousand just from doing that one. But um, like I said, just questing itself, just leveling up in itself is gonna get you a lot mm. of gold. Um, especially Legion content is gonna get you a lot of gold. Yeah. So the like I said, the gathering props, if you have them for an alt, are really good. Hang on. There's nothing else there. So when I said uh, scrapping, what I mean is like when you're doing BFA stuff and you get the gear that you were using before, you can scrap it and get the resources they would go and make it up. Like say you're a cloth wearer and you have a piece of gear that you got on a quest and then you get a better piece of gear that replaces that piece. Take the one you had and scrap it and you can turn it into like cloth and you get enough of it and you get a lot of cloth. This sentence doesn't make sense to me. <sighs> okay, so it was saying the um, the the person asked this question. The last part of their question was maintaining multiple sets of gear from multiple spec classes. Okay, but you're talking about the Azurite system. Mm -hmm. And and I'll say why. So in maintaining multiple sets of gear, unfortunately, the Azurite system as it is currently is puts pressure on players to maintain multiple pieces. So that will change in the future. Um, they've already talked about having it just where all the traits are on the necklace instead of on the gear pieces themselves. So were you talking about how, like, whenever I tried to switch out my weapon for an upgrade, it told me I couldn't use anything because I had to have two weapons? Yeah, that too. That was Which, upsetting. That sucks. Leveling up a dueling class, like a Demon Hunter or like a Fury Warrior or like a Frost DK, and you get there and you... You've been using this one weapon all through Legion, and you can't even replace it until you have two weapons on you. And it's like, that is such a pain in the ass. And so you're sitting there with an upgrade in your bag. Yeah, you'll sit there for a while, and it's like, oh, that's just going to kind of chill in my bag for a while. All right. Um, okay, so to answer the question of what to do about things such as, like, potions and... So that's a big sink. Like, potions are really expensive on the auction house. Like, and even, like, augment runes and stuff like that are really expensive, too. Which, by the way, run LFRs, get augment runes, or if you have a tank spec and it's the, uh, you get the extra little bag, run it. Get the augment runes. A stack of 20 on my server is selling for almost 10k. Which is, you know, I've got, like, three or four stacks of those things. I'm just, if I really need to, I'll pop them up in the auction house. All right. Um... So for things such as like potions, I recommend having like an alchemy alt or have it as your main. And then if you use the herbalism prof on multiple characters, you can funnel all those herbs to that character. And rank three of the potions and flasks has a chance to proc potions and flasks. So say that you're trying to get like agi pots and you proc like 20 at a time. Agi pots? Agility. Oh. And I've actually done that. I've actually proc'd like 20 before. And even making um, cauldrons. Now, cauldrons are bound to account, but, you know, you can send anybody your account. I made 
I want to say, a stack of eight one time. And I was like, holy shit. Because that's like, that's a, a lot of resources saved. Um, but yeah, just have like an herbalism main or an alt, and then funnel all those uh, herbs to that character. And so that way, you know, any extra herbs you have or any extra potions and flasks you have, you can pop those things on the auction house. And they will sell really quickly. Especially toward the beginning of the week. You pop it on like Tuesday afternoon before all the raids get going or Monday night, you're going to make bank because people are like, hey, I'm ran out of resources from last week. I'm getting ready. I've got to buy potions. People that are in a hurry that have a lot of gold to spend and have a lot of gold to drop on stuff, you know, that's a really good investment for you because they're they're constantly in demand. All right. Um, okay. Let's see. So as far as the gearing like how to prevent having to constantly reforge your gear is save up the Titan Residuum and get spec-specific pieces to get rid of the need to reforge. I know that sounds like a lot, but if you get... Like, if you're not super high in rating, you know, keep a piece that's like a 385 because they're like 165 Titan Residuum right now, which is, you know, not that big. <laughs> so... um if it's an alt spec, like say that you're, you know, you're normally a healer, but you like the DPS for your quest. Having a piece that's maybe like 59 levels lower is not that big a deal. Especially with like the higher required gear, like the 415s and 400s, they require a lot of Azurite power just to unlock the traits. I don't think anybody right now has unlocked all the traits on the 415 gear. Like even the people that are like super high progression, you're talking about Azurite power levels of like, you know, 45, 45 or 47. And like, I'm barely at 40 and I'm ahead of a lot of people on my server. So, um, let's see. So I will say, unless you're mythic rating, don't worry about having the ideal perfect traits because the, the difference in it. Now I will say that there are some traits that are obviously very, very good, but don't worry about having ideal ones because, your DPS is not going to, you know, you're not looking at the 1-2% increases. Mythic Raiders, yeah, they're looking at that 1-2% increases because that's a lot of damage output on a boss that that 1-2% can make a, make, a, make a deal. That, that can make a difference in a fight. Say you're trying to push a boss beyond a certain threshold. Say that the next phase begins at 60% of the boss's health, and you've been having trouble, like, pushing that, that health... Well, you get the 1% or 2% increase, that's a 1% or 2% increase in damage, that's a 1% or 2% increase in the boss's health going down. So it's a big deal. But, again, if you're Mythic Raiding, you're generally doing high-end keys and getting that gear anyways. Like I said, I know the struggle. I play multi-spec classes. I juggle between tanking and DPS. And sometimes I've had to go, you know what? I'm going to be doing this role for a while. I need to focus on it. So find your main spec and kind of hold on to those pieces. Now, I will say that a lot of specs um, can have gear that can work for both, which is nice. Like uh, Demon Hunter gear is pretty interchangeable because the uh, the stat like the stat balance is pretty much the same. Like haste and versatility are two of your top stats for both. So that's definitely a good thing to keep in mind there. Um, but again, like having those ideal things, unless you're doing top end rating, you know, is not going to make or break your class. It's not going to make or break you as a player.
Did you have anything to add? Not really. We're so, like, under what we usually yeah. do. So, I think maybe talk a little bit about, like, trying to balance the game and, and work and life. Wor- and work life in real life. So, I'll say this, guys. I know that there may be some younger people listening to this. All right. I started playing WoW when I was, like, 19. Don't neglect your work and your school to play a game. Yeah. Like... Don't neglect real life. Like, real life is going to happen, and if you're in a guild or, like, with a group of friends and, like, they are consistently telling you to, like, shirk off real-life responsibilities, you need to step away from that because that's a very toxic environment to be in, especially if you're someone who doesn't have very good self-discipline, who kind of falls into peer pressure. You need to step away from it and be like, hey, I need to focus on real life. Because, like, you know, I love doing this podcast. I love playing the game. But unfortunately, I have studies to do. Mm. I have work, you know, like, if I've got responsibilities that come first, I can't exactly shrug those off Right. to do, like, things in the game or to do the podcast. Like, it's really great to escape reality for a while and really get immersed in the game, but don't let it take you over. And also... Try not to sacrifice sleep for the game. I mean, I know it seems alluring, and I've done it myself, but really, guys, it it it's not the best thing to do. Now... Your health, your real-life responsibilities come before a game. Yeah, like, if your health starts to suffer because of the game, you need to take a step back and become a little more casual on the game. And you know what? This isn't just, like, your physical health. Like, something like WoW and something like guilt putting unrealistic expectations on you can really mess with your mental health Mm -hmm. and your mental health is just as important as your physical health oh yeah but um i think we're probably going to call this one a little bit early because we kind of touched on the topics we need to touch on um feel free guys uh the is it world of warcraft group on facebook is what it is or uh, the one that I'm in? Yeah. I'll link it in the um, okay. in the description. If you are coming from the group, hello. Um, if you did suggest something and we didn't cover it today, don't worry. We will get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. I loved every topic that you guys suggested, and we will, we will touch on it. So I do now have a separate Etsy shop okay. for our, um, our merch. Okay. So far, all I have up is just a mug. I will be working on some other merch. Um... I do want to know what you guys would buy. Would you buy shirts? Would you buy hoodies? Would you buy mugs? What would you buy? Because um, I don't want to put out anything that people aren't going to like. Mm-hmm. I am, or we are rather, going to try and be more active on our social media, like our Facebook page. I'm actually probably going to redo the Facebook page so we can actually have okay. the name that we need. <laughs> So just to kind of explain that, if you do look us up on Facebook as Today in the Queue, you're not going to find us, because I didn't realize at first that World of Podcast was taken, and um, so that's what our Facebook name is, and they won't let me change it, which is dumb if you ask me. Yeah. But we also do have an Instagram that I will try to be more active on. Um, Let me know what kind of content you guys want to see. I don't want to just post things that... Only interest us. Like, we want... You know, you guys are our audience, especially, like, the the Walker Bone Facebook. You guys are really, you know, really helped us out here because you are our target audience. You're mm-hmm. the people that we want to interact with because, you know, you're the ones that are going to listen to this. You, you love the game or you play the game and you have maybe some topics that you want addressed. Exactly. So, 
just community feedback really helps. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like, say you don't like you listen to our podcast and you don't like it. Tell us what we can do to change it. Tell us, you know, what, how we can improve, and we'll work on doing that. And if you do like what we talk about, please let us know so we can keep doing it. We definitely want to know what you guys want to hear. I don't want to just sit here and talk into the void mm-hmm. and just kind of fish. Well, for... I mean, you know, we kind of are talking into the void with what's coming oh in future gosh. patches, right? I mean, which, by the way. I want to know what everyone else's theories are about where you think things are going. We have a previous episode where we talk about where we think 1. Point, or 1. Mm-hmm. 8.1 is going. 1.8 was like, freaking, I think, Vax, like the original <laughs> Naxxramas. But, yeah. So, I will also be working on our Patreon. Okay. Patreon, Patreon, how do you say that? So, um, I'll drink... Drink. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drop that in the description as well. So, if you want to become a patron then feel free to hit us up there. But until next week, or whenever we come back, because it may not be next week. Sorry. See ya. See you guys.